Would you rather walk across hot coals? Oh, hot coals, 100%. Welcome to the Far More Podcast. Hey, Liz. Hey, Jason. Welcome to another episode of the Far More Podcast, where we unpack and wrestle with faith, the craziness of life and family and marriage and all that. Yeah, but he makes it sound so serious, y'all. About 85% of the time, I'm I'm not taking life very seriously. 85? So, hush. So there will be lots of laughs, lots of levity. You can laugh at us, laugh with us. It, it's fine. We won't take it personally, but we're excited to be back and we can't wait to dive in. That's right. This is going to be a good one. Are you ready for this? Do you know what we're talking about today? Uh, no, you like to surprise me, and so then I get to shoot from the hip. But you love surprises. So, he hates surprises. We are going to relive the day we met. And you had stars in your eyes, and you thought, wow, that girl's talking to me? I don't think we have the same day in mind. That's not that, how I recount That's not that how day. it went. That, that is not, not how, how it went. So would you like to start or would do you want me to start? How you want to get us how should we get us started today? It was a winter morning. It, mm, it was oh, it January. was. It was a winter oh, morning. Oh, see, see I actually remember the day, girl. You do. Come on. Yeah. But I was in a I was in a dark place in my life. Well, it was winter. That's the time for darkness. Well, I was also uh, found myself divorced and starting a new career and had just made probably a mess of my 20s, a mess in terms of spending 10 years probably bitter and running from God, I'd say. And mm -hmm. I'd, I'd hit that place where I remember, actually, I remember like I think the week before we met, I was in the shower where all the best thinking and praying happens. And my prayer, this is such a Jason prayer. It was... I can't wait to hear this. God, you win. Hmm. It was you win. It was like, that's my level of surrender prayer. Like I have, I have tried to do this. I think I've tried to do this thing on my own, my way hmm. for so long. And look where it's gotten me. Were you angry? Was it, was it like a, uh, you win? Or was it a surrender? That's a good... Um, I think it's more of an anger and, and I'm, as a man, if you're in a battle and you lose a game, you lose, I don't care if it's a war or a football game and you're surrendering, you usually don't do that from a place of happiness. It's a place, place of defeat. I think that's where I was in that moment. Okay. It was a place of like, clearly, <laughs> clearly you're going to win this. Mm, right. Okay. Clearly, I, you're going to win this. I get it. So I need to submit. Okay. So it, but, it was kind of a little bit of both. But I think that is probably one of the most raw and genuine prayers maybe I've ever had in my life. One of a handful of just, a, yes, that place of like not coming from desperation, but like fine, clearly. I think that was real in that moment for me. Yeah. And so, so the next week I was like, all right, I, I'm getting myself back into church. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, Lord, I'm leaning in. I'm going to figure this out. I got to, I got to clean some things up. But not only did you come to church. <laughs> I did what for me 
is one of the scariest things in the world. I walked into an adult singles class at church. You make it sound so dramatic. It's a singles class, girl. Come on. No, girl. No. Like, for me to do that, I I can't think of... Anything more uncomfortable? (laughs) Would you rather walk across hot coals? Oh, hot coals, 100%. Really? I was kidding. No, I I don't even think about that. Like, if you said, would you rather spend the night in 2-1 Poplar Uh or go to an adult singles class at church... I'm at least going to pause and think about it. Dear listener or watcher, whoever, however you're consuming this podcast, 201 Poplar is? That is the... Uh, that is where you go to be that's incarcerated. The, that's the local jail here in Memphis, Tennessee. So you are telling me, <clears throat> let me get this straight. You are telling me that you would rather spend a night incarcerated than go to one hour, we'll call it an hour and 15 minutes, of a singles class at a church. I didn't say that. I said I would need to pause and think about it. <laughs> I would need to really okay. weigh the, I would really need to analyze the options there. But Interesting. again, it's, it's not about singles class at church. They do amazing things and there's been amazing relationships that happen. This is that. about you. This is about me and my own insecurity and just like, no. It's because it's vulnerable it's for you. It's vulnerable. Mm-hmm. It was, I think it was still on that admitting surrender and defeat place, right? Mm-hmm. So it's. So you're coming from a place of anger anyway. I was coming so. from a place of anger and I was coming from a place of like, this hits on like all kinds of insecurities for me doing this. Mm-hmm. And so, but I was at that place of submitting to a, I feel like God wanted to do my life. I'm like, so I go and I figure out what time I'm supposed to be at this singles class at church. What time were you supposed to be there? Well, you're supposed to be there. It started at 930. Uh-huh. What so time did you show up? I show up at 922 because that would be on time. Right? Eight minutes before something starts, that's on time. I don't think he's telling the truth. I think he got there at 915. No. No. Well, okay, hang on. Uh-huh. I probably got there at 915. but uh-huh. probably stayed in my car uh-huh. going, should I go to 2 on Poplar instead <laughs> for, for seven minutes? <laughs> that's fair. Right? Maybe that's what happened. Okay. Um. But I walk up and I, cause I remember seeing, I remember walking down the hallway and seeing the sign that says singles class with the arrow and nine 30. Like that's how I, that's how I remember the time. Did your heart start like beating out of your chest? I immediately paused, turned around and went to the bathroom and said, I went to the bathroom and said, okay, are you sure you, are you really sure you want to do this? Like right. once you walk in this room, like it's over, like it's just, it, I, I don't, I, I lose all sense of control. Because you don't know, what to, don't know what to expect. Because you've never been. Right. And I don't like surprises. Mm-mm. I had no idea what was going to happen. Yeah. <clears throat> so go to the bathroom, stall some more. Mm-hmm. No stall. Pun, no pun intended. Nice. Right? I see what I'm you like, did all right, there. All right. We're going to do this. Deep You're breath. like hyping yourself <clears throat> I'm, I'm, up. I am sweating reca- recounting this day. I'm sweating. So I go. I finally walk in. It's a huge room. All these chairs sit out. These tables out. Spread of like donuts and water and orange juice and coffee. Ooh, donuts. <clears throat> Num nums. Yes, donuts. There was two people in the room in the far corner, mm-hmm. right? I walk in. They didn't even look my way. And so, you know, me, I look at my watch. I'm like, oh, okay. I guess I am a few minutes early, but people should be getting here. Mm-hmm. These are single people. They ain't got nothing else to do, right? <laughs> it's, um, That's not nice. I, 
No, I'm just processing. I'm trying to say, okay. So I go and I get my coffee and I'm slowly pouring my coffee. I'm like, are these people going to look my way even? And finally they at least turned and said, Hey, you here for the singles class? <laughs> what was your sign girl? <laughs> now, <clears throat> clearly I'd been wrestling with God and had some stuff going on in my life. So what I wanted to say in that moment probably would not have been suitable for the singles class at church or, or <clears throat> anywhere or anywhere. Yeah. But yeah, I'm like, yes, I am here for the class. And they're like, oh, and they give me, they give me the stink face. Oh, you well, idiot. Well, Why are you here? They're like, well, nobody gets here till 10. And I'm like, huh? It starts at 930. <laughs> right. The sign says 930 right there on the door. You're like a kid. <laughs> this sign. No, this is it. We've talked about this before. This is where my brain is trying to process what you're saying because mm. what you're saying makes zero sense because literally the data point, the sign, says 930. It's mm. on the website. It must be real. Google said right. starts at 930. And I go... You didn't realize it was a suggestion. <laughs> well, I didn't apparently account for the human behavior of adult singles classes. Mm -hmm. They go, yeah, but nobody actually gets here till 10. So yeah. I'm like, great. Now I got 30 minutes? Mm. This is enough. I can get down to 201 in 30 minutes from where I was. Girl, you got to leave too. You're not okay. go We're not going there. I didn't go. I didn't mm -hmm. go. So I get my coffee. <clears throat> I sit down. And I, I remember at one point I feel like I was just holding my head in my coffee. And I was going, Jason, what are you doing here? And in this, you know, I'm still kind of angry with God this stage in my life. I'm like, God, why am I here? What am I doing? This is stupid. I knew this was a bad idea. Then you get in that negative talk of this. Of course, this was a dumb idea. Oh, you spiral. Well, yeah. And I had a lot of data points around me to say, yeah, no. this was pretty dumb. I understand. So I'm understand. sitting there just thinking, I could just leave and nobody's going to be here for another 20 minutes at this point. Mm -hmm. But as I'm just about to get up and leave and say, nope, not for me, I like feel this shadow come over me. I'm that shadow. And I turn and this is what I hear. Hey, my name's Liz. What's your name? I go, hey, I'm Jason. It's just my thing, you know? But here's, here's what you have to know. Those of you that are listening or watching, here's what you have to know. I walk in. I don't want to be there because I was there as a favor to somebody else just because they didn't want to come by themselves. So I didn't necessarily want to be there either. But I walk in. He is standing there. You're standing there all by yourself looking. I can't even describe the look. It's not lost. He didn't look like he was lost. He knew where he was. He looked like he wanted to be anywhere else. It was, it was i.e. 201 Poplar. He looked like he wanted to be anywhere else but where he was. And so I knew. And I... Self-admitted, I gravitate towards that type of energy. If you look like you're hating life, you're not smiling, I'm going to break that. I am going to get a smile. I'm going to get a hey. Like, we're going to high five by the end of, of our meeting together. So I walked up to him. Hey, I'm Liz. What's your name? Because you... You looked, it was sad. Well, it was, it was fight or flight. Like yeah. I was literally processing. I'm like, this is a bad idea. Yeah. So 
we end up sitting down in, I feel like the chairs were in sort of like U shapes like a around a, yeah. around some kind of table yeah. or something. Yeah. And I think this was my first time ever at the singles class mm. at this church as well. So I didn't know what to expect either, really. But, but there were cards on the table and they were icebreakers. And hey, I hey, quickly learned that out. Jason hates icebreakers. Hey. Now, hang on. Wait, hang on. did I skip something? Hang on. I, it's not that I hate icebreakers. Okay. I hate icebreakers that are not relevant to the thing you're about to do. Like, that, I, I understand. Like, like where you're just kind of picking one out of a bucket and there's it, no rhyme or reason it to it? It feels checklisty. Okay. Like, like all of a sudden you're going to go from, here's a hundred people that don't know each other and we're all become friends because we or talk, single. About, <laughs> talk about our favorite pet or our color like yeah like my analytical brain goes this is dumb and a waste of time let's just do the thing mm-hmm. so i automatically have a bad taste in my mouth on icebreakers yeah one two this particular icebreaker oh it was bad y'all now like trust falls would have been a better option <laughs> like trust falls freak me out I, please don't drop me trust falls would have, have been ptsd option. like yeah, it, anything would have been a better option than what this dude stood up there and said. And what was that? In my head, he said, hey, why, don't, why doesn't everyone go around and talk about their greatest fear? Their greatest fear, y'all. That was the icebreaker. This group of single people who are complete strangers, <clears throat> complete strangers of all ages. Yeah, and yeah. you're going to ask... What is your greatest fear? I've I don't know these people. Well, and your point, like the age group was it was like twenty to forty, it, which Ooh, is. Ooh, I feel like it was twenty to fifty. I don't know. It, it, You're being generous. That was also odd for me, but there was good news for me in this icebreaker. There was. Yes. Oh, do tell. Because I knew the answer. I was sitting in it. I was living it. I was living in my greatest fear. This moment right here is my greatest fear. Right here and just dropped the mic and walked out. Wow. Right? Yeah. I mean, seriously, it took everything I had to go to this class. Mm -hmm. And to then stay through the awkwardness Mm -hmm. when it felt like I wasn't even wanted there. And then we dropped this, what's your greatest fear on somebody? Yikes. I'm like... Bet I got an answer. What was your answer today? I mean, what was my actual answer? Yeah, I don't remember. I do. At least I think I do. I I truly feel like you said your greatest fear was disappointing your mom. Oh, I don't. Or your parents, but for some reason, disappointing your mom like kind of sticks out in my head. I don't know if that's true because I felt again I had made a. I'm post-divorce here, so I've clearly already blown through that guardrail anyways of disappointing my mom. Oh. <laughs> right? So I don't know. I don't really remember that being the answer. Hmm. Like, I feel like I feel like there's no way, knowing myself, there's no way I was going to be that vulnerable in that moment. Like, I feel like maybe that's something you and I talk about later. Hmm. Maybe. Because, I, like, that doesn't feel like me. It would have been like drowning or going blind. Like, going blind has always been a oh, fear for me. Oh, you may have said going blind. Right. Those that are my kinda, stock answers. That kind of sticks like, out, too. fear of drowning, because I can't hold my breath underwater very long. Yeah. And going blind. Yeah. Like, those are 
Because then you couldn't look at me. Oh, that'd be so sad for you. That would be so sad for me. I'm glad that was your first thought of me going blind is all about looking at you. There's, there's a lot of challenges with going blind. But. but God. But God. Um, he showed Now, up. let's be honest. I think I went back to that class maybe once. I don't know if I ever went back. Did I go I back? I feel like you invited me to something and I invited you to the coffee shop. Remember? Yeah. We went so, to Republic coffee. That's right. That was way better. I feel like that was way, way better. That was way better than, and, the, than the class. And it allowed us to, to really build a friendship. Right. So we spent the next, you know, six months, year, however we want to define the relationship. We'll get in. That. That's for another podcast. Um, just growing a really good friendship. We didn't jump into a dating relationship at mm-hmm. all. We jumped into a deep friendship. Yeah. Um, and it, it was really, I think, through some of those, those coffee shop conversations. Even though you had me like labeled as like a Amex flipper. Uh, you <laughs> called me an Amex flipper. And a hot mess. And yeah, what, what did, didn't your mom ask you, hey, is this somebody you're going to date? Yeah. And your answer was what? No, he's a hot mess. He's a hot mess. Because you were. I mean, so was I. I'm still a hot mess. <laughs> we're. I'm still trying to figure that out. But yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I was like, no. But it also could have been a defense mechanism. I could have been saying that because I actually maybe was interested mm. in you, but I knew that you were <laughs> you were nowhere near in a place yeah, I was not, for I was not in that. a place for a healthy relationship, no. and so I wasn't pursuing you. So I think, But I think the fact that I wasn't looking for a relationship and I wasn't pursuing you allowed us to develop a deep conversation and have mm-hmm. real discussions, you know, as, and that really almost set the, the tone and foundation for our life. Well, yeah, I think that you were able to be a lot more vulnerable than you probably would have been had you been pursuing me. That's right. You know, because when you're pursuing somebody, you're putting your best foot forward. You're you're really trying to show out. Yeah. You weren't trying to show I wasn't out. trying to show out. You weren't trying to show Here's out. Me. You you were yeah. just being you. And I think yeah. that that allowed me to get to know the real you. And it just allowed for more, more freedom and more space and more security. Yeah. Don't you think? I do. Now, somehow, you, I think you bought a wedding dress like the on the... Day three of knowing each other. That is not, that is not true. I mean, true or false, did you buy a wedding dress before I asked you to marry me? This podcast is not about that. This is about how we met. And yes, I did buy a wedding dress mm-hmm. before we met. Yeah. I mean, not before we met. Before we met. <laughs> I mean, that. That's not true. I promise. I, I have a receipt. So now. The truth comes out. The truth does not come out. I have a receipt. I bought the wedding dress. Here is the record. This is on the record. We are recording. I bought a wedding dress in March of 2011. We got engaged July of 2011. Got married September 2011. And got pregnant December 2011. (laughs) 2011 was a good year. This is a strong year. It was a I'm really glad good I year. caught up to the thing that we were getting married. Oh, thank goodness. I caught up Golly. To the, was, I didn't think you were ever going to catch up. I was slow getting there. Um, well, but I was, you know, I was a little gun shy. But you got there. I got there. And look at us now. We're doing a podcast. Oh. We're doing a podcast together. You know why? 
Because it's so much fun. No, because God had far more for our life That's than right. we could even think or imagine at that stage. That's right. All I could think about that day at the singles class was get me out of here. Yeah. And God is like, you're going to meet your wife. You're going to meet the mother of your children. You're going to meet the woman that you're going to grow old with and sit on a front porch in a rocking chair and drink coffee with. You don't really drink coffee, but I'll drink the coffee. I mean, I do. I just put my protein powder in it. Sure. <laughs> so no idea. That's why I was walking into that day when I was grumbling about why is nobody here on time and on time equals eight minutes early. Let me stop you right there because guess what? Guess what? What's that? There's a part two. Our first two-parter? Yes. Part one, part two. And part two is coming in two days so what you need to do is you need to hit that subscribe button hit that notify me button download the podcast everything that you need to do to know when part two drops you do that now okay awesome see you then bye